This is The Structuring Podcast. All right, welcome back. This is Terry War and this is The Structuring Podcast. Today's topic is about when person X pays the interest and expenses on a property owned by person Y. So in situations like this, who claims the expenses? Let's do the old example. So Marge owns a property, an investment property in her name. She's working and then for whatever reason, she stops work. Because she stops work, she's got no income. So she can't pay the expenses. Homer steps in. He pays the expenses with his own income because he's working. And come tax time, Homer wants to claim the expenses. So can he do that? Well, no, he can't. And that's because he doesn't own the property. So he's got no income connected to those expenses. The income belongs to Marge and she can still claim the expenses that Homer pays because she's the one incurring the expense. The ATO will consider that Homer, by paying the expenses, really lending Marge the money. So what about another example where Homer and Marge jointly own an investment property 50-50? Same thing occurs. Can Homer claim the expenses in full if he's paying them in full? Well, the answer is no. Homer can only claim his percentage of the ownership in relation to the expenses. So if they're 50-50 owners or if they're joint tenants and there's only two of them, Homer's only entitled to 50% of the income and he can only claim 50% of the expenses. The exception to this is if Marge was acting as trustee for Homer. In that case, Homer could claim 100%, but that sort of situation would need to be backed up by a trustee and it would be very rare. This is all covered in tax ruling 93 slash 32 and the ATO have a specific example based on Mr. and Mrs. Z and they even state that they consider it to be a loan by Mr. Z to Mrs. Z. So that raises the question if Homer is paying the expenses for Marge and it is considered a loan, could Marge later refinance, borrow more money and then pay Homer back and then claim the interest. Well, I think if there was a written loan agreement, that's certainly possible. But where there's no written loan agreement, the ATO might deny the extra interest claims. But that certainly is a strategy worth considering. And it is basically, well, if Homer lends money to Marge so she can pay the interest, it's basically capitalizing interest. And the ATO have said that that is still possible to claim. Interest on interest can be deductible as long as it's not a scheme used to artificially increase tax deductions. So if a spouse is on maternity leave or paternity leave and they're not working, they've got no income. So they might actually have to borrow to meet the repayments on their loan. And in situations like that, it's not being done for a tax advantage. So it certainly is worth borrowing to do that and later on the loan could be refinanced into the mortgage for the property and then the spouse paid back and extra tax deductions can occur when that is done. So as always don't rely on this but go and get your own legal and tax advice and I recommend a written loan agreement for situations like this. 
Anyway, that's all for this week and we'll catch you again next week. You've been listening to The Structuring Podcast. Check out the show notes for today's episode at www.structuring.com.au forward slash podcast.